0: I I think the poet or the filmmaker or the musician, the poet must not avert his eyes. You must not avert your eyes. This is what is coming at us. thing podcast that tries to find the one mushroom that will give it magical powers it's got to be one of them it's gonna be one of them and Paul salt it's a me mario got mario here i bloody did it didn't i with his patented accent
1: i can do it i can do them all (laughs) look ah it's luigi now
0: (laughs) that's his his catchphrase (laughs) yeah i don't know if you've played um (laughs) super luigi world (laughs) but uh yeah he just comes on and says ah
1: what well, you know it's me Luigi <laughs> hello any more of these they're obviously in line for a class action lawsuit so let's move <laughs> past the copyright infringement <laughs> and talk about the the source of this episode's recommendation it comes from longtime fan of the show Jennifer Soans did I pronounce that correctly I'm really sorry if not let us know <laughs> let us know by sending us a comment saying no it's not pronounced Soans it's pronounced Soans and like spelled exactly the same way Now, will fucking learn us idiots <laughs> thanks so much Jennifer for continuing to support
0: the show yeah thanks for everyone for doing that it's great yeah mostly jennifer though mostly jennifer she's doing it better than you yeah other other listeners up your game listen harder i also happen to know that today this release date is jennifer's birthday so happy birthday jen Oh. Yeah, our first birthday, chat Happy birthday, birthday out. to you. Happy That's birthday awesome. to Super Mario Brothers. Lawsuit. <laughs> Lawsuit. <laughs> oh my god, it's Dennis Hopper. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> ah, today we should be doing a non union job on Super Mario Bros. Full stop. Uh, the 1993 sci-fi fantasy adventure film that coincidentally shares a name with a long-running video game series. Resident Evil. Yeah. The film was eventually directed by Rocky Morton and Annabel Jenkel, with script work by Jim Genoween and Tom S. Parker, Parker Bennett and Terry Runt, Dick Clement and Ian Lafrené, Ed Solomon and Ryan Rao, the studio and the cast sometimes. The film was infamously poorly received by fans and critics, Uh, critics in particular reacted to super mario bros like a red shell just before the finish line video game reference hashtag league of legends cosplay
1: by screaming and masturbating furiously in front of all your friends yeah like gamers do that's how i always came second in mario kart
0: (laughs) didn't even get you to win yeah it wasn't about winning though stephen garrett at Time Out said it will baffle kids bore adolescents and depress adults Kind of the whole panoply of human emotions there, just uh, yeah. throughout life. Andre Meadows, over at Black Nerd Comedy, said a baby hatches out of an egg? I apparently missed that entire part when I played a Mario game. Mario, Yeah, the Mario game I played was very grounded in realism. <laughs> nothing ridiculous like that happened. Number four, eggs. I played Grand Theft Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Though, back
1: in the day when Mario games were Mario games, you could pick up a prostitute. <laughs> you...
0: Put her down again if you wanted,
1: <laughs> and <laughs> then you and then you do, go do a big old wump on a big old talking
0: brick. It was very controversial for Super Mario Bros. two to replace all of the mushrooms with prostitutes, but um, it certainly made Mario bigger. Paid off. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Some appeals for reason, <laughs> some appeals for reason from the public. Sorry, I just gotta wipe <laughs> that off me now. Get rid of the remnants <laughs> of that joke. We've got to get back to discussing Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> there were some appeals for reason from the public, though. Um, Kshifon2 over at IMDb said, Why is everyone taking this so seriously? This is a cheesy movie for people who play video games. You know what they're like. Look, this is for people who play video games, okay? Just let them have it.
1: They need something. You just don't get video games? Mm,
0: is the thing. And Flappy Bird doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa. Really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard being snarky. Yeah, <laughs> or a nerd. Gatekeeping is uh trickier than I thought.
1: When you've got the you've got the bronchial system, <laughs> the circulatory system of a nerd. You've got the
0: bronchial system of a nerd. <laughs> you just said bronchial system. Fuck off, <laughs> you jock. Apparently, I'm in medical school. You twat. <laughs> Typical jock insult. That. <laughs> Amazon user Bob Hoskins described this as the worst thing he ever did. <laughs> uh, Dennis Hopper said it was a nightmare. Co-director Rocky Morton called the shoot harrowing. And Shigeru Miyamoto was lovely about it, saying the problem was <laughs> that they tried to stick too closely to the games. Oh, that was the problem. Now, Miyamoto-san. Well, we've just got the one three-man. Dan Castellaneta doling out the bad performances.
1: <laughs> oh, Good one. And we're looking forward to seeing Fiona Shaw into the halls of the five men very, very soon. <laughs> what? Keep keep it up. She'll be dancing her way in
0: like a fucking mad woman. <laughs> so Paul, you egg-sucking ah. snake. Hi, hi. What's something about Super Mario, brothers, that made you want to open the door, get on the floor, everybody walked the dinosaur? Do you know what? It looks a lot like Brazil, I think. <laughs> the country the or the... Yeah. The film
1: as opposed to the nation state.
0: <laughs> How about the mind state?
1: Chugging... Wires that look like they should be plugged into washing machines and tumble dryers and steam coming out of things and Bob Hoskins in it. Bob Hoskins is in it.
0: Yeah. Playing a plumber. Doesn't he play a plumber in Brazil? Oh that's weird. Maybe he got typecast after that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We need someone to play a plumber. The search is over. So Paul, Mm -hmm. what happens in this amazing fucking Brazil-esque thing? Well, it starts with a, a prologue of
1: sorts, a, yeah. a narrated prologue. It's not like Lady in the Water. Not like It's not cheap and a useless exposition dump because it's an Italian-American delivering it.
0: Oh, it's like your lads and, down, the, down the pub. Yeah,
1: it's like lads down the pub, except who knows where it was because I don't think it ever pans out. It's just it's just a disembodied voice. It's just Dan Castellaneta floating in space. As he's wont to do. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> vying for domin- dominance with Ray Winston.
0: Whoever gets the New Yorker accent absolutely correct wins. <laughs> and having seen the departed, it's not looking good. <laughs> I know who it ain't gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna forget your mother
1: was so nice to me. I'm gonna cut your fucking nuts off. <laughs> Perfect. So maybe I should vie with Dan, our Danny Boy. <laughs> maybe you should cripple Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey, I'm walking here. See? It's pretty good. It's Twenty bucks for a for a coffee? <laughs> that's pretty New Yorkish. Yeah, that's it. Well, speaking of excellent New York accents. uh, There there are dinosaurs all being New Yorkers. They're all walking here. And then uh, a comet hits. What if the dinosaurs weren't all
0: destroyed? What if the impact of that meteorite created a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs continue to thrive and evolve into intelligent, vicious, aggressive beings? Just like us. And hey. What if they found a way back?
1: We're getting very, very close to, to Sound of Thunder at this stage. So I'd like to <laughs> s- fast forward to God, yes. 20 years ago in Brooklyn. Only 20 years um, ago now. Only 20 years ago in Brooklyn? That's 20 million Can't years less ago. I remember what happens.
0: Um, they, you've got a woman running for a tunnel and she leaves a baby in front of a convent and then gets got by fucking Dennis Hopper in his Outlander oh. cosplay outform uniform.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is what happens when you go running around the sewers at night. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's always in but, there.
1: With his costumes. Yeah, but having fed, he is sated for the next 20 years, which is when we pick up with uh, the main characters of the film. Yeah. One Mario or Mario Mario. Mario Mario. Think, is, is that meant to be? <laughs> Mario Mario and Luigi Luigi. Yeah. Mario. And, <laughs> his um, middle name's Luigi. They are... Fuck,
0: they never picked up on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, oh, it's so confusing. How are we supposed to keep up with you Italian-Americans? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah, they're in an apartment. They haven't got much money. But they seem pretty happy. John Leguizamo plays Luigi Luigi. Mario 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 is played by one Bob Hoskins (laughs) from Brazil. And. (laughs) From Brazil and also East London. But you wouldn't know it (laughs) on this one. Oh, no, Paul. Brazil is. uh, Brazil can be a film and a country.
0: Oh. When I said I went to Brazil for my holidays last year, <laughs> there's a chance I was crouched in Terry Gilliam's boiler again. Not again. Fuck.
1: Just like that time when you went to 12 Monkeys <laughs> <laughs> for three Nobody weeks. Nobody questioned me on that.
0: Speaking of monkeys, we yes. got... a. Uh... Fucking Mario Brothers. You know, I read that sea turtles navigate thousands of miles on instinct. Not in New York traffic, they don't. But well, what are you complaining about? Come on, we're here, aren't we? You're getting it's worse. I'm, I'm getting worse. How did we get into sea turtles? Faster what I tell you, huh? <laughs> it's a miracle. We made it alive. I thought you didn't believe in miracles, Mr. Tough Guy, huh? Driving around. Try, trying to get to jobs,
1: it intercuts a bit with um, an archaeologist called Daisy, who oh yeah, is having a bit of prob- bit of a bit of problem, a bit of problem with the <laughs> local with the local trouble. One, well, th-
0: weirdly, they're both having problems with this guy called Scapelli, Scapelli, who simultaneously is fucking up a dinosaur dig and is robbing the Mario Brothers of all of their plumbing jobs. <laughs> yeah, so he's got a lot on his plate. He's getting a, m- a monopoly in digs and a monopoly yeah. in,
1: in plumbing as well. It's <laughs> he's pretty fucking good. Over, he's fucking over five other protagonists as well, but they don't... <laughs> they have their own movies. Different films. Johnny Bravo was one of them. He's... Uh... He keeps go. He keeps running in shot and doing the monkey quickly, and then running out <laughs> when he's trying to impress a lady. He's a dirty gangster type. He, he he. I fucks Daisy, played by Samantha Mathis. It's all very good. Yes. So you, yep. you know
0: very quickly where everybody stands. Well, she goes off in order to use a payphone. Um, Luigi yeah. helps her out, and I fucks her in a good way, like yes, a nice, in a, in I a I nice way. Yeah. Um, there
1: are two two goons. Um, Bob Mortimer and Vic Reeves are following <laughs> <Two> her.
0: Goons. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> but it's Vic and Bob. Yep. in their car, following after them. It's Iggy and Spike. I'll only mention them it's- here because they're pretty integral to the fucking plot of this goddamn thing. So,
1: so you know, when we try to we we scrabble for different British comedians' names throughout <laughs> the rest of the, the plot, telling we mean Iggy and Spike.
0: Good. <laughs> yeah. They've been kidnapping women, incidentally. There's been a whole bunch of missing women, and they're after this particular woman for reasons unknown. Um, Bob Hoskins intervenes and asks out Daisy on John Leguizamos. That's not his name's <sighs> behalf. It will do, yeah. And um, sh- she says, "Yes, that's not strange at all." <laughs> let's tell you what. Let's double date with you and your girlfriend. That's even less strange. They go off to the hole to have a look at what might be a dinosaur. Well, it probably yeah. is a dinosaur. Yeah, it looks pretty much like a dinosaur. But also a man dinosaur. What? Christopher Lee, get out of here. <laughs> Never heard such a thing. Manosaur, shut up, <laughs> get out. Manosaur. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm trying to record a concept album. (laughs) Iggy and Spike, Hale and Pace, they kidnap Mario Mario's girlfriend, thinking that she's the one that they're supposed to be getting, despite having followed Daisy for the rest of the day anyway.
0: I mean, say what you like about those guys. They have a very quick turnaround. It's like Amazon deliveries. You know, if they get you the wrong thing, it's very quick and easy, the whole process. It's almost worth the constant (laughs) mistakes. The constant kidnapping of innocent women. (laughs) so they're able to take Daniela back find out she's the wrong one and get back to this dimension in order to get the right one in the same like within half an hour it's very efficient it really is getting past apparently luigi and daisy without them (laughs) seeing well you
1: know what lee and herring are like they're very hard working it's hardest (laughs) job hardest job in the world being a comedian
0: oh they're gonna hate each other later on oh god that's just what
1: happens with duos dick <laughs> they so they they kidnap both women now so so mario 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 and luigi mario luigi go back to yeah. they decide to follow them follow them yeah. they realize there's a there's like a a rift in space time continuum or a, a rock <laughs> and they, <laughs> either the
0: space time continuum or a rock yeah there's a and, rip in one of them and they're gonna jump through it yeah do they immediately arrive in dino Dino Hatton? Hatton, yes, yes, they do. They immediately find their way to Dino Hatton, where yeah. they come up to street level and find that everything's all screwy. There's dinosaurs everywhere and weird oh. rats and stuff, and, fungus and people that. look yeah. slightly different. They've evolved from completely different genus of animals, and yeah. as a result, yeah, they have some weird face stuff sometimes. Otherwise, totally
1: mammalian. Yeah, human genes the best though is the thing. Fuck everything yeah, else. Yeah, they're brilliant. Fuck everything Fuck, else. Look at them. Look at them. They, they're Great. they're trying to look around. They they she's being dragged away by yeah. I wanted to say D- Deal and Pasco, but that's that's the police drama from the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> they're dragged away by Robbie Coltrane's Cracker. Yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> not? And, um, and and that then- somehow
0: Luigi has ended up with the amulet that. Oh Daisy yeah, wears when she's getting dragged neck.
1: through, she it's dangling off of her neck. He grabs it he, off. Yeah, yes. he grabs it off. So she, he's got it. But then that gets stolen. by- They get mugged.
0: Yeah, by, Big by, Bertha. By Big Bertha, a large black woman in yeah. a red dress. Yes, an old woman over a canopy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because fuck it, <laughs> she did deserve it. She was she was a terrible but yeah. funny old woman. And <laughs> but yeah, big Bertha from from the games, right? Yes, she had. Uh, if I remember correctly,
0: she was the little thing that shot big an egg black out. Woman
1: in red PVC. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and, and big jumper boots. She jumps away, and by God, how she jumps!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she um, does
1: gloriously. She jumps onto a. <laughs> you on... can see the joy in her face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she jumps onto a wire. And um six men haul her across, <laughs> and, then she, and then and then and then she runs off. Six underpaid interns. But and, but that's it. Now Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario, and Luigi, Mario, Hail and Pace. Yeah, Mario. <laughs> Come on, fuck this, I'm an idiot. <laughs> they've, they've they've got to find Daisy, and they've got to find the Rock.
0: Yes. Unfortunately, they get arrested immediately.
1: <laughs> yes, for fraternising with a folk
0: singer. Yes, Toad who sings yeah. uh, a rebellious song, which, um, yeah, pretty good response times in this dystopian future. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. Just, I heard there's a political satire, satirical song being played. Fucking...
1: Uh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's... um, Yeah, he, he's arrested seven seconds in, into his catchy song, <laughs> which is a shame because the song was great. It was a good song. Also, they arrest Mario Mario and Luigi Luigi Mario because um, King Cooper... Yeah. Played by Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hooper was told by Iggy and Spike that They didn't get the stone. They didn't get they didn't get the rock. Why? Because the plumbers have it. So they put an APB out on all plumbers. Yeah. And, and everybody knows what a plumber looks like. Bob Hoskins yeah. is what? They've all seen Brazil. They process the Mario Brothers and yeah. um, they defungus and, them. And Mojo, the funk the, the folk singer.
0: Toad. Yeah. Lovable Toad. Toad. Oh yeah. Oh, remember Toad. Toad, your princess is in another castle. From the video games. Yeah, he's all singing oh. folk songs. Oh, oh my princess. It's in oh. another castle. It's kind of a Bob <laughs> Dylan thing he's got going on. Yeah. It's, uh, Here's a Bowser. <laughs> gonna need to say walnut. Wowser. <laughs> and then they get interrogated by Hooper. That's not his name. What is it? Yep. Cooper
1: Hooper Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Cooper Scooper. Um TJ Booker. Fuck he's asking them where the rock is and they're yeah. like, what rock? We don't know about a rock. And then John, and then John Hopper. Yeah. Fuck me. Cooper then tries to gouge John Leguizamo's eyes out of his head. <laughs> it wasn't
0: scripted. Nobody knew what was happening. <laughs> and uh, he didn't stop. And that's why John Leguizamo's, Leguizamo, what's wrong with me? <laughs> that's why John Leguizamo's the most famous blind actor in uh, Hollywood. But
1: once Dennis Hopper's finished gouging the eyes out of every named actor in the, in the piece, <laughs> he then... Processes them definitively. He he demonstrates the um the evolution machine or whatever the fuck it is on Toad. The de-evolution no,
0: but- machine. The opposite of what you said. Well, it does both. <laughs> oh, it, it does, does both. both. There's a yeah. switch.
1: Yeah, the 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 volution machine.
0: <laughs> it's, it look, it'll do all
1: of your genetic engineering needs. So yeah, he puts in Toad. He devoluses, devalizes him <laughs> into a fucking terrifying monster. Well, no, the Goombas pull. Oh, uh. <laughs> the Goombas from the game. <laughs> You all remember them with their big brown heads <laughs> <laughs> from the Mario games. <laughs> he goes to do Mario and Luigi Mario, but they overpower him and they put him in and they yeah. turn turn on the devolution devolution thing, but it doesn't actually work on Cooper
0: for some reason. Well, he's in there for a minute and it makes his eyes go funny for a second. Uh, then he's fine. Yep. Oh well. And so so they so
1: they run off and they go in yeah. search of Big Bertha from the Mario games in order yes. to get the rock back in order Fro- to then save. The princess.
0: Absolutely. Throughout the rest of this script, because I don't remember exactly where it happens, just assume that in between every moment we describe of what happens between Mario and Luigi, um, we have a sequence of Dennis Hopper either hitting on Daisy yeah. really unpleasantly, introducing her to a dinosaur that mm-hmm. she has. Oh, yeah. And. Also dealing with Fiona Shaw, who is planning some sort of rebellion against him that doesn't actually go anywhere. Just assume that's all in there. Yeah. Because she's jealous of the attention (laughs) Daisy's getting. Brothers run away. They they drive away. They end up crashing into the desert. They're pursued by Iggy and Spike, but they have
1: been um, evolutionized. Oh, yes. Made smarter. Made smarter, which means give English accents, too. Yes. They're just very polite and, (laughs) and fancy. Like intelligent people are. (laughs) <laughs> it's Super fancy. Excuse me, sir. Would you mind fucking off, please? Oh,
0: yes, I would. Thank they you. They wouldn't
1: say fuck off in this, um, because they're super clever. They'd just say something like, <laughs> "Would you mind extricating yourself from this situation, kind sir?" And 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 everyone just goes, "It's not actually what clever is. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't actually work out like that."
0: Nobody he solved. He solved a Sudoku whilst he was do- whilst he was saying that. Oh, brilliant! That's so clever. Oh, do yeah. you know
1: what? They were, they're probably really into the Big Bang Theory. That's a show for <laughs> clever people.
0: <laughs> the smartest. I heard that uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson pointed his face at it once and uh, went pretty well. <laughs> he opened his mouth to suck <laughs> in the science. <laughs> he, <laughs> was so, he was laughing so hard, he was aghast. Anyway,
1: they are so smart that they also they, yeah. they fly off the like, a ridge in a desert and get stuck in some quicksand or something.
0: Yes. And, so they're yeah. going to head back into town in order to find Big Bertha, who they know they know about. Big Bertha, everyone in this town she's knows in the about games. Big Bertha. If you know what I mean, she beats the living shit out of you yeah. <laughs> all the time, unless you're Bob Hoskins. Because they go
1: to the bar and the yeah. club, and Bob Hoskins tries to get the rock off of her by dancing with her, seducing her in his Hoskins sort of way.
0: Yes, and it's very um, subtle kind of Bob Hoskins way. So he ends up lapping yeah. at her breast with his tongue, trying yeah. to get the uh, fucking meteorite <laughs> piece in his mouth, which she is fine with. Big Bertha's nasty. And Bob <laughs> Hoskins is
1: nasty. And you know what they say, two nasties definitely make a right. <laughs> two nasties, best date f- yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> two, nope. two, two nasties at <laughs> night. Shepherd breakfast.
0: <laughs> nasty by evening, farmer's sandwich. Which is <laughs> who the fuck knows? Look,
1: I was just inspired to make a series of concept albums. <laughs> the nastiness
0: saga. It's seventeen volumes, each more redundant than the last. A nasty in time. All seventeen volumes are just you improvising trying to come up <laughs> with things about nastiness. Increasingly angrily. <laughs> nasty <laughs> in oh. the bed <laughs> shepherds will wed.
1: <laughs> kill two nasties with a <laughs>
0: Boy, it's not really going anywhere this this series <laughs> I'm f- nine in I'm gonna keep going but I am gonna hope that you pick up an instrument at some point whoops nasties on the roof <laughs> <laughs> that's the conclusion
1: <laughs> oh
0: shit they were on the roof the whole
1: time <laughs> Killed himself. He oh, shot, that, shot himself to... in the nasty.
0: I better start again. <laughs> Listen to it all again now. With that knowledge. God, makes it, sense now. It's just like Nick Drake. It's just like Twin Peaks The Return. <laughs> oh oh God. Anyway. Fiona Shaw interrupts the nightclub yeah. by looking better than everyone else in the nightclub, yeah. which makes everyone depressed, and they all have to go home. She gets the meteorite. Yeah. Everyone else runs away with the assistance of Big Bertha, yeah. who gives them some jetpacks, because, yeah, she's nasty. Thrompers from the game Mario. Yep. yep. They all run away, and... um. Then they're going to reconvene in order to do a raid on Cooper Tower. Everything's kicking off. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins? No, Dennis Hopper is formulating his plan to invade. <laughs> Bob Hoskins is as well, but it's unrelated to the film. <laughs> <Yep>. Dennis <laughs> Hopper is formulating his plan to merge the dimensions and invade the human world. Mm-hmm. They break in. They find all the Brooklyn girls who have been abducted. Yeah. Who are all there, by the way, including Daniela. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Bob Hoskins fucking surfs down a pipe using... Um, the mattress? Oh, they uh, fucked up the piping to this place, making everything cold. It was the one time them being plumbers was relevant to anything.
1: Oh, yeah, very good. Oh, and that's when they find um, they find a red and blue suit for, for Bob Hoskins and a green and blue suit for John Leguizamo Just like, out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: unfortunately, they haven't played the game, so they wear the other person's. <laughs> Bob Hoskins puts the Luigi one on.
1: Even though it's massively oversized. <laughs> and the one on John, Le- John Leguizamo looks ridiculously short. Like, <laughs> as if for a child.
0: <laughs> they
1: wear it anyway out of determination. Yeah. They go, they go in a lift and they make they make all the Goombas dance oh yes To, to they teach them how to love and <laughs> then Fiona, Fiona Shaw then tries to lock in the the device
0: yep the the, 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 the rock
1: to like merge the two worlds because that's what Cooper no that's what everyone wants but they're all doing it for different reasons yeah but she dies because it's too she powerful she can't take the for force her. yeah just blasts her into a fucking wall and she becomes a
0: fossil she becomes and, a hilarious skeleton yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah. oh. which remains in the background for all of the emotional sequences that happen in that fucking room. I'll always love you, Luigi. Ah.
1: Ah. Shit,
0: uh, skeleton noises. <laughs> they try to fix that. Mario,
1: Luigi, Mario goes after, um, what well, the fuck he's called Cooper. Um, yeah. he has, he, um, he has a Bob bomb, you know, from the games. Yeah. You know, the Bob bombs, the wind up bombs. Yeah. With Reebok shoes. Yeah, that's the one. He puts him down and he starts a magical journey to eventually
0: blow everything (laughs) up. With Um, the assistance of the fungus, which we forgot to mention is growing throughout the city and is actually Daisy's dad, uh, evolved into fungus. Yep, aside from that. You
1: don't have the rock, you filthy man. Then the worlds merge, and Cooper and a couple of Goombas. No one else though goes into the real world. Um, Cooper shoots Scapelli, turns him in, de- devolves him into an ape. Yep, that's a, that resolved.
0: Hope he didn't have a family. A, yeah,
1: whoops, that doesn't work in the end. So they end up going back to the the Dino Hatton. It's a good thing that only a few of them merge into the other world anyway, because that would have been a right old palava. Yeah. Um, and then and then the bomb finally finishes its magical journey, blows everything up.
0: He turns into a dinosaur because it's been. Ve- they have de-evolution guns, which for some reason they've been shooting him with in the hopes that that oh, will yeah, solve yeah, the yeah. whole thing. He turns Plumbers. into a dinosaur, then they keep shooting him, and he turns into a pile of pre immortal
1: ooze. Oh yes,
0: of course, and he goes
1: back into the soup. Yeah, Daisy can't go back to the real world. She's got nope. a kingdom to to
0: rule with her daddy, and she's got a horrible kingdom to rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, what what shall I do my first day of being a queen? Well, we have no resources of any kind. Oh, there's none. A, Literally none. There's a lot of fungus to scrape. Yep, we can all eat that, I guess. Or has it all turned back into Lance Henriksen I hope not. It's the only thing we have. <laughs> yep. I hope everyone likes mushroom soup. <laughs> we can probably all eat Big Bertha at
1: this stage. She'd want it though. She's so nasty. Oh, she loves being yeah. inside everyone. A nasty in the hedge <laughs> is a big bertha in the bush. That's from volume three. Yeah. <laughs> Not that far in. That's Which, how quickly if... that deteriorated. Yeah, that was that was before the drug phase. <laughs> that was before <laughs> I got really weird on mushrooms, guys.
0: <laughs> before the Berlin period. <laughs> Volumes nine through twelve. Anyway.
1: So so they eat bertha, they get then the rest of them go back <laughs> to the to the real world and they're just they're plumbers but they're also heroes and then they get a call from the president
0: of the usa probably to say you've got another job on and they're <laughs> the like to say my bog's ruined <laughs> yeah. i destroyed it guys i fucking destroyed it at this point it was clinton i fucking <laughs> ruined it you've got to come help me in the royal wo- the royal shit house. the royal one yep i'm royal now <laughs> yep <laughs> But no, another blessed. royal's going to interrupt things because Daisy comes in and it's like, "Hey guys, you're never going to believe what sequel baiting I'm doing," and uh, they all go with her. The end. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! Can't wait to see what happens next. Paul, that was the end of Mario Brothers.
1: <laughs> it was the end of Rocky Morton's career. Yes. Annabelle Jenkels' career.
0: Yes. Bob Hoskins' lust for life. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was
1: it was the end of a lot of potentially good things and the, the, the beginnings of maybe... Well, the beginnings of video game adaptations. Am I correct in thinking this?
0: This was the very first video game adaptation and it set the oh foundations boy. for all the work done afterwards. <laughs> I think that's one criticism that we can get out of the way pretty early on. It's really not an adaptation of the video game. No. It d- drops some names uh, and then does its own thing. Very much like Street Con- Fighter did. Yeah, although at
1: least Street Fighter is a is a
0: fighting film and it's yeah. a fighting game. <laughs> so I want a
1: platforming film. It doesn't have to be set in Mario World. It could have been set right. in the real world, and it could have it could have been still better and more faithful to the the subject matter. And it just, yeah. but it managed to just not do that at all. And 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 I think that's that's obvious. That's low hanging fruit. I think that's yeah. No, nobody who has seen this game has not made that observation. There that <laughs> has almost nothing to do with the Mario <laughs>
0: games. Yeah. So, as a dystopian sci fi movie, mm. how does that work well, for families? It-
1: You don't see many of them, is the thing.
0: No, you don't see too many times when Blade Runner and Jurassic Park met up. Yeah, for a quick shag in front of some kids. Well, there's a rich production history here. Shall we (laughs) quickly outline it? Yeah, let's delve into the wealth of that. (laughs) Then we can come out and decide what the fuck happened here. What's going on, yeah. Originally, there was a fun script. Uh, by Jim Genevieve and Tom S. Parker, who wrote The Flintstones and Richie Rich. You remember those fun movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of fun with those. A lot of fun not thinking about those for the last uh, 30 years. It was, you know, very light, very fluffy, Princess Bride-style fairy tale. Stuff focused on comedy. Yeah. It didn't attract any directors. The original director left and they just couldn't get anyone involved. They tried Harold Ramis, tried Danny DeVito at the same time, which was unfortunate. They were both on the same meeting and they just looked at each other and it was like <laughs>
1: Fuck. They broke a they broke a broom in half and went one of you's gotta leave this room
0: <laughs> As the director of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> the producer who I should fucking point out, sorry, is Roland Joffe, who directed The mm-hmm. Mission. An excellent film. Starring Robert De Niro and Jeremy Irons about um, missionaries and trying to preserve Native American culture whilst... Oh, um, yes. It's excellent. Yes. Whilst a bunch of British soldiers try to fuck them over. I think they're Portuguese soldiers, actually. Typical European soldiers. Classic Brits. (laughs) Lads on tour. They became British. The minute they decided to oppress the native people, they became British. (laughs) That producer went and got Janklin Morton, who had worked Mm. on Max Headroom. Janklin Morton came on Mm-hmm. on the condition that they completely changed the script because they didn't want to make that movie. <laughs> okay. So yeah. they pitched a gritty sci-fi story and got Peter, uh, sorry, Parker Bennett and Terry Runt uh, to write it, which was then fleshed out by Dick Clement and Ian Lafrené, who wrote Porridge and The Oh, a whole rainbow of yeah. interests here. Well, it's the Lafrené-Clement script that got Bob Hoskins, Dennis Hopper, and Fiona Shaw involved and then created the domino effect of everyone else getting involved, because he doesn't yeah. want to work on the movie that has Dennis Hopper and Fiona Shaw in it. And Bob Hoskins. The the, the Lafrené-Clement script got called the Mad Max script. Yeah. But it was too dark for the funders, and so it was rewritten without the director's knowledge and handed to them on the first day of shooting saying, oh yeah, go film this. Okay. They said it was... Uh, Radically different from the script that they that had gotten everyone involved in the project. Um, it was much lighter and apparently totally at odds with the dark sets and production design that had already been put together. Yeah, all of that
1: Brazil dystopia sort of yeah thing that was going on. And it does track. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna completely re- rewrite a film, yeah, without the director's knowledge, you're only gonna <laughs> hand that to them on the on the day of shooting, aren't you? You're not gonna give them a heads up.
0: <laughs> By the way okay ready for the first day of shooting on gladiator yeah brilliant (laughs) here's your here's your script by the way i have a script no 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 this is the script it says care four on the front yeah
1: (laughs) starring russell crowe still (laughs) (laughs) are you not entertained sluffles maximus decimus (laughs)
0: look it's a push but i'll do it says ridley scott you knew Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> That's the oh. dumbest thing we've ever done, and it's my favorite thing. Everyone agreed, sorry, that the Mad Max script was better. And yeah. that got me interested. So I read it. I read the Mad Max oh. script. Yeah. A um, f- few observations.
1: We're going to do a live by... reading for you now, listeners. <laughs> Strap in.
0: <clears throat> Once upon <laughs> a time. No. Um... It is not radically different. It's almost entirely the same. And it's worse in places. Yeah. Like, the the plotting is really awkward. The bit where the Mario brothers get into the headquarters, both brothers stay together to find the people who are described, the human beings who are described in the script as the Brooklyn babes throughout Mm -hmm. and who do things Mm -hmm. like complain about nails being broken and high heels and such. They're very well written. Um, They find them together and then say wait here we've got to go find Daisy they go find Daisy in the fucking fungus room and then they leave with Daisy only to get separated for Mario to, ba- to backtrack to the fucking Brooklyn Babes room it, it stretches everything out and it's really kind of awkward but aside from that pretty much the same the dialogue is worse it sounds an awful lot like two British guys trying to fucking write Italian American characters yeah there's a oh, lot of walk Jesus. in there
1: I think i remember reading that half an hour was cut from this film as well so yes. in order to to get it down to a nice tight one hour 44 minutes <laughs> and so so i wonder i wonder how much of that was was that actually well. still in the
0: script yeah maybe. yeah
1: and yeah that really didn't do anything so maybe they were just <laughs> the guy was at the um morton and jenkel not real yeah. names they were affronted uh, by <laughs> being given a, a like a
0: a a revised script? I think um, so. polished scripts. I think they just got outraged without actually reading it because it's pretty much the same except for it's way more sexist, I feel. Um, There's a weird bit in there where it describes Daisy as being looking every bit the princess in the tower. Just being totally transparent. And another point where it says they're running down a corridor and Mario wants to go left and Luigi wants to go right, which, you know, has Mm. made it into the movie. But, um... Daisy's with them. And Mar- it says here, these are the words. Mario is about to overrule him when he realizes that Lu- Luigi is asserting himself in front of Daisy. He defers to his judgment. Okay, so since Aww. you're trying to impress a bird, every so often, <laughs> a woman would show up in porridge. And they didn't get the f- best treatment, to be honest. <laughs> God, yeah, I probably I probably wouldn't rely
1: on someone who yeah. wrote a sitcom from the 70s.
0: <laughs> to write your yeah. blockbuster Edgy movie. new blockbuster. Yeah. Here's what it's got going for it. It does have some political stuff, that British political satire. There's a bit... (laughs) That we will and love. (laughs) The reason the Marios get arrested is because they were arrested due to um, failure to provide a bribe. Toad gets out of prison because he went to a bribe bondsman, which is, you know, fun. And there's a thing that there's posters everywhere. And I think the posters are actually in the movie. It's like Cooper the Merciful and Cooper the Merciless. Mm. And, you know, all these different Cooper posters. And the idea is that these are actually separate candidates. And that in this future, you can nominate any candidate you like, so long as it's Cooper.
1: Oh, okay. That's really cool.
0: It's That's very funny. cool.
1: I think some of that found its way into the film in the in the posters. I remember seeing yeah. there was one poster of him kissing a baby and looking at the yes. camera. Yeah, so it obviously had some of that that biting political mm. satire in it still, but <laughs> it was kidified. I mean, I guess, but I guess ideally, if you're making if you're making an adaptation of the Super Mario Brothers games, yeah. then you you wanted to <laughs> stick with that original fluffy kid script written by the Richie Rich people, yeah. probably. If you want to do like an honest, uh, faithful rend- rendition of that, you're probably going to be your best bet. I like, I do really like the idea of having a political satire, mm. dystopian nightmare, f- sort of alternate reality yeah. thing going on. But I feel like it would have been more appreciated if they'd have let some people make that fluffy Mario <laughs> film first, <laughs> and then do this like late, later on, I call it like something a else. Yeah, like a Grimm's fairy tale style yeah. Mario.
0: The alternative mario but yeah. here's the thing can you point at something in this movie and say that that is the bit that is a conceit to make it more family friendly um i, I feel hmm because the bits i would point out would be maybe the little adorable yoshi he's in the mad max script or perhaps the okay. fun bobsleigh down the uh pipe on the mattress that's in the mm. Mad Max script. I'm, I'm trying to think there's 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 one
1: bit, and this is the the exact moment that I lost interest in the film because okay. I am gonna say right now that I was I was fairly into it for a good yeah. hour. Because <laughs> because of just how how strange it was and yes. how unexpected it was. And totally. how much I liked how much I liked Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo in this in this film. Yeah. We have but good chemistry throughout. Yeah. It is a successful experiment, guys. Well done. <laughs> but but there's one moment, about an hour and fifteen in. Uh-huh. when they could easily just go and tie this film up make it a nice tight 90 and just wrapped everything up in an explosive final 15 but uh-huh. then they get stuck in this stairwell and Luigi's hanging over the banister going Aah! and Mario's yeah. bouncing up and down in, in the the hole of the stairwell on some fungus right. and I'm pretty sure there's a <laughs> boing boing <laughs> and I thought that's not in Mad Max the script <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's the thing I sat back and went yeah this film isn't quite the masterpiece yeah. i was hoping for
0: <laughs> it's not but, quite but, street fighter but I, like when i was laughing at things or when i was feeling things it was genuinely sort of what the film was trying to make me do it's just that it yeah. was so fucking weird it was doing them all sort of so close mm. together and in such a way so the big difference is between this and the mad max script is the reason it's called the mad max script which is when they go out into the desert Mm. What happens is, after they've gotten out of their car that was wrecked, a newscopter catches them, and Cooper comes on and says, Hey, it's a race. Anyone who manages to capture these guys and bring them back to me will get 5,000 coupons. They're called coupons for out. There's not a weird moment where someone randomly calls them Cooper coins. (laughs) Forgetting the script. Um, There's a big race. They all race into the desert to catch the Marios, and they all just kill each other. They all kill each other on their way, which is quite bloody and quite extraordinary and lots of action and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, it just ends with Iggy and what's-his-name tied up in the desert, exactly as it turns out in the film. So it's a really easy edit to make, really. Yeah. <laughs> Even the ending, yeah. which is different in the script, stayed the same in the new script. It's just that they had to change it because they ran out of money because they went on too long. Just
1: what was the... Oh, that's a point, actually. The Goombas dancing. Was that
0: in the original script? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, this debunked the myth that the Mad Max script was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And that the rewrite ruined it because it's very similar. It's just slightly better dialogue and characters and, you yeah. know, things happen a bit more naturally. So in many ways, it's an improvement. But that got me wondering about this original fairy tale script that we've talked about um, a few times. Nice. So I read that too. Oh, gosh. Fuck everything. Oh, man. I've had to so was Mario doing. this week. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't put any effort into this. Jesus. <laughs> I will say that the dialogue and the Mario's relationship is probably the best of any of the renditions of this. They speak like oh, okay. people. They have a troublesome relationship because um, they have basically the Trotter brothers dynamic. You know, dell has been looking after Rodney since yeah. he was a boy and it's led to some resentment. I really like okay. Hilda. It's my favorite female lead of all the scripts because even though she's treated the worst, just immediately tricked into going with Cooper and yeah. locked up for the entire movie and given a love potion to make her love... <laughs> Cooper until fucking Luigi shows up with the cure She's still smart and tough and kind of feisty okay. And that's that's cool But yeah the main difference is Rather than going to, a, to Blade Runner They go hmm. To the world of the game They do show up in the world of the game with big green pipes Big plants with teeth Mushrooms hmm. They show up in the world of the game and they have fairy tale adventures And there's some clever stuff There's some really funny stuff and a couple more meaningful nods to the original okay well that's really cool and yeah Yeah. so I stick by what I said about the original script so financially everyone was happy with it but they couldn't find directors who actually wanted to make this thing all right
1: except for Terry Gilliam who proposed a budget of 700 million (laughs) dollars seven year shooting schedule
0: Stanley Kubrick who insisted on filming it (laughs) in an actual Mushroom Kingdom that he started building a (laughs) portal to. It was, I don't know, it would have been interesting. The script isn't perfect. It's still a bit perfunctory. It's a bit, we walk from this place to this place. We have this adventure then this adventure. Oh, you know what? The characters are good. It's quite funny. It plays like the Princess Bride. I think they could have made it work. I think the point is they didn't. <laughs> Instead, <Yeah. laughs> they merged it all together, and there's something really compelling about the fucking mess that happened as a result.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd agree with that. Again, I don't think this is the case of going in expecting garbage and being pleasantly surprised that it wasn't. I think there was genuinely a yeah. lot of good in there. Yeah. But u- ultimately, it was a mess and terrible, terrible <laughs> cinema work in general. But yeah, but there was there was a lot of good in there. There was. For the first 75 minutes, it really, I was happy to go along with it, I think. yeah,
0: Because you had no idea where you were going next. It was so fucking weird. There was no Mm -hmm. sense of, uh, eventually you knew they were going to save Daisy from this tower. But the means of getting there via fucking desert, nightclub, prison. Yeah. Fuck knows where you're going now. Yeah. And the production design was amazing. I mean, especially when you fucking think about Sound of Thunder last week. Just God, the, the yeah. world looked beautiful, Dino hatton. what yeah. a place you know it it reminded me of Highlander Twos city, yes, <laughs> had that vibe going for it, yeah, but larger than just a
1: twenty square meter <laughs> bit of set yeah. yeah it was it it looked it looked really cool. it had that real like chunky meaty aesthetic of nineties yeah. of nineties movies I think <laughs> it reminded me a bit of power Rangers. Yeah. Um, but better than that. I need the rock and the princess Stacy, And I'll finally be able to merge our world with theirs. And get rid of the mammals.
0: The production did become a mess even after the fucking script problems. Um, uh, you know, there were constant rewrites to the... And uh, a famously difficult Dennis Hopper stalling production. Uh, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were getting drunk on set between takes. Yeah. Uh, yep. possibly resulting in Hoskins breaking his finger in one of the stunts. Uh the production went over budget so the ending was massively changed and pretty much everyone agreed that it was dispiriting and humiliating. So yeah, it just seems like a lot of blad,
1: bad blood all the way th- throughout everybody yeah. was, it seems everybody was hostile. Who whoever started that, I don't know cultivated it, I, it's difficult yeah. to say, but it just it just seems like <laughs> just poison on on it set does. from day 1.
0: It does, and it seems like it's kind of like a a, a seeing-eye test for anyone who wants to come and just see whatever message they want to learn from it. You know, it seems determined to teach every different lesson about how not to make a movie, even the ones that contradict each other, you know? Don't let yeah. ego, egomaniacal directors run away with the project. Don't let the studio compromise the vision of the director. Don't hire troublesome actors. Don't neglect troublesome actors. It would, mm-hmm. it would really be handy if the film was worthless. <laughs> It would really help a lot of people out, but it's more like a dessert that was made by five different people, none of whom were interested in eating the other people's desserts. (laughs) So, it's a fucking mess, but there's some really tasty stuff in there. Shall we talk about some of that tasty stuff? That's quick fire.
1: Quick fire. I really like the old lady who was mugging the Mario Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) She was so sweet. Excellent. (laughs) And then she gets thrown over a ledge by Big Bertha. Great sequence. What
0: a what a ledge herself um, oh come on now there's no need for that <laughs> some of the music is really good Yeah, Alan Silvestri did the fucking score the Avengers guy <laughs> who um, did the Captain America theme and various other themes throughout the 80s and 90s in particular there's some, I, I really like the sad music mhm the music that plays in relation to Daisy and her sort of destiny. It's its a really oh, good yeah. little theme that he's given her. I like that a lot. It's definitely got a good soundtrack. Yeah. It depends
1: what you mean by good, but its I, I would say good. It's <laughs> co- weirdly competent.
0: <laughs> I wish, someday I
1: wish to be described that way. I mean, yeah, but... Mm. <laughs> um, speaking of the music, I really like Toad's protest song. Oh, yeah. great.
0: We'll call <clears throat> Electricity, cause fossil fuel is sacred. You see, living in a
1: kingdom of fungus, got an evil presence here among us, and we got no food anywhere. The water stinks, and we got no air. Got no resources. We're in a stupor, cause that big old mean evil king Cooper? Um, particularly the, the the rhyming of rhyming of detention and dimension. <laughs>
0: The Goombas genuinely fucking terrify me because of their tiny heads that keep bouncing around Mm. the place. They're really upsetting. But when um, the Toad Goomba comes in to um, offer Daisy some food, um, she explains that she's a vegetarian who doesn't eat anything with a face, a line from the Lafrené script.
1: Any chance of a plate of steamed vegetables? (laughs)
0: Like nodding in (laughs) approval? (laughs) It's really made me laugh. And he brings them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The Goombas, the the design of the Goombas, the way they played mm. out, it was fucking fantastic. With and, their uh, massive trench
0: coats like looking like the yeah. Starszy. It's
1: yeah. And and again it was fucking fantastic in a Highlander two way for me. It was yeah. just so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> And, and 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 again, I can I can see why anybody wanting a faithful adaptation of the Mario games yeah. was not
0: going to be satisfied with that. But for <laughs> me, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And it's one just... one other thing, I really enjoyed the sound of them dancing. Mm. Just... Yeah. <laughs> something wonderful about that.
1: I sing to myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <In> a
1: wonderful <laughs> world. <way. laughs> just an insanely grim concept as well i think devolving people into these oh god into these things it's really? fucking awful it it's really horrendous. Upsets me.
0: like watching people yeah. going into it when they're like no <laughs> please i can change
1: <laughs> not like <laughs> that
0: <laughs> there were some really
1: great wonders in this film <laughs> there was one in particular where they're escaping and they were i think escaping prison maybe or they're escaping they might have been in there in their, Special mm. Nintendo seats at this stage. <laughs> they were they were like hurrying down some steps and then running along a metal gangway, um, and the camera was in front of them. And it was yeah, it kind of came down the stairs with them and then came back and followed them horizontally yeah. along the um, along the platform. Yeah, like a platform almost. Yeah. There and
0: there were a few, mm. um, a few sort of Spielbergian one-ers in there. <laughs> um, there's something uh, because I like you sort of lost interest somewhere after the nightclub there's a long boring stretch there as they're trying to break into cooper's palace um but i was broken out of that stupor by the fucking sheer madness of the scene in which danny devito what's his name bob hoskins he gets on a mattress with the brooklyn babes and they propel themselves down this tunnel on a mattress Uh, and the music is fucking bizarre And kinda of sounds like Sonic the Hedgehog music, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that. <laughs> and they're oh. being chased by two Goombas who are awkwardly positioned on something. I like to think that um video games helping John
1: Leguizamo hotwire a car was a little <laughs> a little respectful nod to the video game culture that it
0: appropriates. <laughs> Bob Hoskins has some brilliant lines. Um one yeah. of which is when he is told that Scapelli is uh, compromising the dig and with great earnestness and importance comes to the camera and says, Strap your on, kid. We're going in. Fuck yeah. Do you know what? A lot of people had some good lines.
1: Um, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Hopper had some great lines. <laughs> My absolute favourite would be, You know what they
0: say about little girls, don't you? They never forget the first time they're kissed by a lizard. Oh, God, the fucking police station. When the Mario Brothers are being booked, it leads in to the fucking police station, and the guy who's Mm. on the desk is—he's got some woman's foot, like uh, presumably a prostitute, sort of you know fishnets and stuff, and her foot is on his shoulder, and the cop next to him gets pulled over the desk at one point, smashing a lamp. (laughs) And just no references made to it. It's just chaos. <laughs> it's like the S Club Seven prison. <laughs> I really like Spike and Iggy.
1: I thought they were great yeah, together.
0: They really were. They're a
1: brilliant duo. Mm. And they had some really great lines, and um, partic- particularly for me, there was the um, "Oh, he's going to kill us. He's not going to kill us. No, he's not that nice." <laughs> that was really good. <sighs> and one other, one other bit. Hello, morons. Hello. When um when Daisy and their their dinner at the beginning of the film says she was abandoned, Bob Hoskins makes an amazing oh face oh
0: <laughs> they caught they used that footage but it was when the director said sorry we're gonna have to go again <laughs> 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 Fuck, they use cu- it they cut one second before he started screaming I pretty much like all three of the songs that play in the club I would stop the- But leaving walk the dinosaur out for a moment, I like the first two that are playing when they're in the club trying to seduce Big Bertha. I actually also really like Bob Hoskins' seduction to Big Bertha. <laughs> the name's Mario. I'm your main man. You ran with Dane, You came not
1: Spain. <laughs> I think he's fucking brilliant in this film in general, but in that he's he's re- you know really obviously trying to get this rock off of her. <laughs> and whatever 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 dance move they're they're doing, there's yeah. the one where their hands are sort of extended around each other's yeah. backs. And they're, they're circling each other and he's he's got a face like a rabid dog trying to get this, <laughs> this rock off of her. And it's just so fucking stupid.
0: It's It perfect. was at the end when all the Goombas are in the lift. A cup. Some of them have Goomba photo ID cards which is just the face of the Goomba that they are <laughs> on the ID cards. And it really made me laugh the idea of these guys having ID cards. <laughs> That's a lovely detail someone put in.
1: One other thing that I thought was very good dystopian mm. satire was the, the cheery public service announcement guy whose voice you could just be heard in, in dino hatton from time to time yeah so when they they put the APB out on two plumbers it goes yeah. back to this really grimy dark stormy night aesthetic yeah um and then it's like that's right cooper's looking for two plumbers <laughs> that, that kind of eric- <laughs> he must spine, have fine a- citizens
0: <laughs> he must have yeah. a real plumbing problem
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah ha ha vote for merciless cooper <laughs>
0: Um, Some of the CGI effects, apparently a new program was designed um, and implemented to handle some of the CGI. It's pretty good. Like Bob Hoskins traveling between the two dimensions and like 3D spinning whilst also sort of disintegrating and reintegrating looked good.
1: The disintegrating looked really good, I thought. The frittering
0: away. The way people look like sort of sand getting wet when they melt in between the two dimensions. Yeah. Looked really good. I like
1: how a lot of the things in this film seem to be comprised of goo and (laughs) there are are certain images or shots of small dinosaurs fighting over scraps of goo and fungus (laughs) all look pretty gross in a way that only prosthetics can look gross.
0: It's actually um, when they're trying to get out of the car and it's like stretching and it looks like I don't know, yeah. cheese strings or cheese, something. Cheese cheese on a pizza, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's visceral. Oh, I really like um Luigi speaking to the dad, who's just a big ball of fungus. He's really polite and yeah. nice about it. It's like, Oh, it's an honor to meet you, sir. And like he wants to make a good <laughs> impression because I really like the characterization yeah. of Luigi as having being kind of naive but always, you know, trusting in his environment and that things are gonna work out. I like that a lot. Yeah, he
1: was charmingly dim, I thought. I I really liked his character. Yeah. But very well-meaning. Yeah. Not like Tim nice, but dim.
0: Yeah, and legitimately charming as well. Like, when he's trying his somewhat awkward seduction of Daisy at the beginning, he's nice to her. I like that. Yeah. The, the the world
1: I think I mean we've kind of said about the, the scene the set and uh, how everything looks but it feels lived in as well Yeah. everything feels lived in it feels firstly very busy grimy manhattan and then it feels like a struggling heaving Dino-Hatton as well yeah there's you you, ne- you never get to a bit where it's just the two of them when you uh, you know avengers style <laughs> there's no there's actually nobody else in this
0: world yeah we've got to specify avengers 98 people are going to think we're terrible no <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck marvel my last one was just the, the, the journey that the bob goes on. It's about 15 minutes before the end when he's, mm. he winds up this little Bobomb, you know, from the Mario game. Yeah. It falls down a hole and it drops like 20, 30 meters underground. And then it's, it's supposedly forgotten about. But then every now and again, the camera just goes back to this little bob just trundling along underground. And then it's, then it hits a wall and then it starts to walk up the wall. It's just a really fun idea to think that this Bob-omb just <laughs> walked for 20 minutes before get, finally, by pure luck, getting to Cooper. Yeah, um, I feel
0: that was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my final good thing then is just that what brought me through this movie and had me liking it, aside from how bizarre the aesthetic was, I mean, it, it's the through line is the way that Bob Hoskins and John Legosamo sort of relate to each other. Their relationship on screen is... Great, and maybe that's from the bonding of being through this horrific experience together and getting Mm -hmm. drunk and high and whatever else in order to try and escape the madness of it all, but they were great together. They had a great back and forth. They delivered cheesy lines with great authority. You never doubted either of them. Ultimately, the thing that works best about the Super Mario Brothers are the Super Mario Brothers, which is surely how it should be.
1: Yeah, agreed. They they look about as much alike as Rodney and Delboy Boy do <laughs> but they have they have really great chemistry you really believe that they're related and have been living together like, yeah. one raising the other for for all of Luigi's life <laughs> how about that OG team Paul? Uh, yes well remembered because I forgot <laughs> Christopher Bond uh, baby bearder says Jesus Christ no <laughs> <laughs> it's not... yeah that was a good thing <laughs> Light nerdy, a Nerdy at
0: lighter and Nerdy said it made for a great cartoon, too. Which is which is true. Yes. Um, and a really good comic strip that was uh, originally yeah. published in Nintendo Power and then was collected together as a book. Um, that was really good. KO says, I know it's bad, but a small part of me loves
1: this movie. So that's the whole movie.
0: Yeah, oh, the whole it's, movie is, the, is one, a good thing.
1: thing. From, from KO. Yes, yeah, brilliant. Finally, Beyond, Beyond the Box Set says, The Rock Set theme tune, which was actually written for Hocus Pocus, is pretty damn catchy. <laughs> Also, for a legitimately bad movie, the density of talent is insane. Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Fiona Shaw, Samantha Mathis, Dennis Hopper. It's a fascinating time capsule of genuinely great actors struggling manfully against truly terrible material. <laughs> Absolutely. So there we go. I think we zeroed in on some things
0: there. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay, let's talk about The One Better Thing. The One Better Thing. So I'm just going to go ahead and recommend
1: 2017's Jumanji. Okay. It's not perfect, (laughs) and it's not exactly like Mario Brothers, but what is? But it has the video game theme, and it's a bit more respectful to that medium, I think. Yeah. The cast are largely very likeable, the plot is infinitely more cohesive, and the comedy is pretty sharp for most of the film. Yeah. If you're looking for a family-friendly film that loosely touches on video games and those kind
0: of mechanics of video games, then I'd say go for that. Excellent. Good stuff. I'm going to recommend 1994's Street Fighter. Yay. (laughs) Um, We've talked about it before at some length. It's um, a video game adaptation that came out pretty much less than nine months later than Super Mario Brothers, just a little while after Double Dragon, which I'd really love for us to have a go at at some point. Um, It has the exact same Rotten Tomatoes score as Super Mario Brothers, but I do prefer it because it's got a lot of the same problems. Too many people getting involved, big mess, good things Mm -hmm. scattered amongst the crap. But I think Street Fighter is a bigger mess. And therefore, I prefer it. It's got more mess appeal. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, Bob Hoskins and Jog Leguizamo were possibly drunk for the entire set,
0: but were they on cocaine and shagging Kylie Minogue? <laughs> Only one of them was. Yeah. Which one? Find out in my new expose: <laughs> the real Super Mario Brothers. The real. It sold surprisingly well amongst kids. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't endorse that. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing. But I need the money. Cool. Okay, that was the one better thing. The One Better Thing. Thank you very much for listening to One Good Thing. Yeah. Thank you
1: so much for stepping into that other dimension.
0: Whoa. Everything's dinosaurs
1: here. Oh, just as as expected. Rawr, etc. Thanks, Jennifer, for recommending Super Mario Brothers. You yeah. really opened up a whole, genuinely opened up a whole new dimension of, of film for me there.
0: <laughs> it's a real Keep-
1: blast from the past. Thanks very much for that. Yeah. Keep on with the OGT, love. Yeah. Much appreciated. If if you enjoy this episode, you might like listening to our Street Fight, Fighter Defense episode 20. You can get in touch with us the usual ways at, uh, through Twitter and Facebook at Pods. Send us an email at uh, OGTPod at gmail.com. My Novel dockhead is available on Amazon for five ninety nine. And if you want to support the show, please uh, check out OGTPod.BankCamp.com. You can buy the jingles, episodes 1 to 50, for just £2.50. Just leave us a review if you've got time. That would be so awesome. And also, tell a friend. Still tell a friend. You must yeah. You must have one friend by now who you haven't told. <laughs> John. I know he's not a oh. friend. He's more of a, you know, attempted mugger, but y-
0: y- y- he could look like he could do with a laugh.
1: His, ma- his name might be John, no podcastman, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legally
0: changed. Don't judge a book by its cover, yeah? <laughs> I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one good thing. About the Super's Mario's Brothers is that Bob Hoskins got out of his fucking head drunk with John Leguizamo, and then they made a movie, possibly by mistake.